The following is a special version episode of Cruising Together. Enjoy. If anybody else wants to come with me, this moment will be the moment of something real and fun and inspiring. We will do it together. Hello and welcome to Cruise It Together, a show that is real, fun, and inspiring. And we will do it together. I am a host. My name is Greg Schiegel. I am a other host. My name is Chris Jeruso. And uh, Chris, how are you, buddy? We have not done this in over... A calendar year. A lot of a uh, lot of factors aligning against us. Well, I'd, I'd say the biggest factor is there has not been a Tom Cruise movie. But the fact in but the biggest factor that caused no movie is a little something I like to call COVID nineteen. Well, okay, that is a factor. I'll I will acknowledge the existence of that as a factor. Well, thank you for not being. Uh, <laughs> A denier. a denier. But, but I feel like I need to now go to the internet, which I'm going to do right now, and and look at our boy TC's IMDb, the TC IMDb. I am IMDb. And TC. the last movie, the last movie released in theaters, was in 2018. Mission Impossible: Fallout. So it's not entirely all. COVID-19. The big problem with COVID-19 is we were supposed to see a movie called Top Gun Maverick this year. We weren't supposed to see anything in all of 2019? No. That's very strange for someone as prolific as Tom Cruise. Every now and again, he takes a year off, you know? Every now and again, he has to to I'll take your word for it because I know you're... I know you're one of the, the two biggest experts I know on Tom Cruise. I think I think some of it might have been maybe that maybe you know maybe he broke that leg on Fallout and it threw it threw the you know or ankle was it an ankle? You're the, you, let's go to a Chris G fitness report. Was it an ankle it or was a leg? His ankle. However, technically, when you when you break an ankle, it's probably <laughs> it's probably the lateral or medial. Medial malleoli. Are you, hold on. Are you suggesting that ankle is subset of leg? What I'm saying is like the, the golf ball protrusions of your ankle. Sure, those I know are those. both leg bones. Well, again, I'm suggesting that the entirety from hip to foot is leg. Okay. So maybe there's some debate as to whether ankle is subset of foot or ankle is subset of leg. I'm going to suggest it is subset well, of leg. I definitely Okay, and again, I'm the I'm the health expert. What am, what are you, what am I? What fitness, I'm the fitness expert. expert here. <laughs> yeah. And I can Well, you're you you always confirm or deny the degree of fitness that Tom okay. is is uh, well, displaying. I'm going to confirm right now that the ankle bone is attached to the leg bone. And the foot bone is connected to the ankle bone. I mean, this I mean what this really is is a bit of Chris's science corner. Get ready to learn, get ready to have fun. It's time for Chris's Science Corner. Ba-da-ba-da-ba. 
Yeah, um, go. It's nice to get one of those out out of the gate. Now the foot, sure, absolutely, and I'm always happy to to uh, um, contribute to a science lesson whenever I can. In this case, biology, which is a subset of science. Science. <laughs> Hold on. Is this biology or is this anatomy? Is anatomy a subset of biology? Anatomy is a subset of biology. Okay, so you're you're speaking in the in the in the biologically. Ickly. Oh my word. Uh the tibia and the fibula, which run from the knee to the ankle, are leg bones that that attach to the ankle and are intimately connected to and part of the ankle. So in breaking an ankle, you could very well be breaking a leg. However, there are so many other bones in the foot and ankle region. And uh, I'm sad to say I do not have that fitness report in front of me. It's probably top secret. It's Tom's secret. But... The shorthand report was Tom broken nothing, ankle. No, nothing on. Hold on. Nothing on. That's Tom's secret. Not even a nothing. All right. Keep going. Continue. Try it again. Try that's it again. Fine. Nope. Nope. It's passed. The news we got was he broke his ankle jumping across rooftops. Yes. But that was, was so, so long ago. ago. I, that was. And he finished filming that movie. I don't think it would have delayed the release of a movie that followed a movie that he was perfectly healthy at the end of. Right. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is it might've delayed the shooting of Maverick, which pushed it into 2020. That's fair. And then it was supposed to come out. Yeah. Then I believe it was supposed to come out in May of 2020. Then it got pushed to December of 2020. And now it is pushed until July of 2021. July 4th weekend. Which is his, Birthday it's his birthday weekend. weekend. It's our country's birthday weekend. That country being the United and States. How America, great will it currently. be to open up the country again when we're fifty percent vaccinated in July? Uh, I mean, I'd love for that number to be higher, and I'd love for that date to be lower. But you know, this is a ta- this is a this is cruising together, not coveting together. I'm just giving you the science. But but to close the door on the science, let's just, for the people listening, for the people that care, as of today when we were recording this, which is December 27th, we wanted to record this on Christmas. This was going to be our gift to ourselves, but I lost internet for that day, so that was fun. But now we're recording. You don't think that was a little bit of I Christmas to... magic, working against a non-Christian? Maybe, maybe it was one of them ghosts, one of them Christmas ghosts. So, but to close this, to close the door on the if science. That's element, true. Then, like, are we in? Like, are we the second ghost right now? Is the second ghost giving us Christmas present? This might, yes, that might be true. Because this is what we're doing. This that is this true. is literally what we're doing right now. This is the present. Right, and then when, and then when we when we release, it'll be this the future. Episode, that will be the future. Yeah, yeah, we did it. This is a Christmas Carol. <laughs> this is Scrooging together. Yeah, perfect. Um, But let's just, for the people listening, uh, I just want to let everybody know, I have been symptom-free through the duration of this event, this global event. 
to which that means I've either remained safe from this thing or I am one of the magical people that can get it and not know it. Either way, I don't leave my home. Chris, give us your report. Well, my report is uh, late, late in the summer, I began experiencing many symptoms that you get with COVID. I would describe them as flu-like symptoms. Sure. I did not experience any of the odd symptoms related to the novel coronavirus. The smell, the taste, the COVID foot. I didn't have any of that. Okay. Whereas many of my friends did experience the loss of uh, the taste and the smell. That's what I was waiting for. Like, is that going to happen? Yeah, that's the telltale. That's the giveaway. uh, After a couple of weeks, I got tested. The test came back negative, which means either one of two things. I had COVID. I fully recovered. And it wasn't even in my system after a couple of weeks. Or uh, I just had the flu. Right. And the fact that nobody else around you got no nobody this. that would have been exposed that uh, that, that probably would have gotten right. the transmission nay you know what no one else even right. got the got the flu yeah so you so i feel like evidence is pointing to you being not being symptom free but covid free covid free yeah cuz yeah. uh, one of my friends so, who definitely had covid and recovered from covid i believe months later took a test and still tested positive that's yeah. a nightmare. I mean, this whole thing is a nightmare. But you could let's, say let's... you could say you know what though, we're all in this together. We are, and I, I think the other. I'll thing be the we first say to say is, uh, we're all in this together. I th- and I'll be the first. I'll be the first to say, I think uh, there's enough talk about this going around. And uh, this is not. This, this is might not be the first time that, you edit a big chunk of, of the way. show out because. This is oh, not... no, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to edit it out because I think, <laughs> I, I think people care, but I think we're gonna. We're, let's close the science corner, All and right. move on to. Let's get cruising, baby. This has been Science Corner with Chris. Now keep in mind, well, this is a special version. Here's, here's I the think thing. we ought to be segueing. I mean, we're talking about COVID already. We might as well segue into. No. We're not. Hey, we're There's not talking no reason about to talk anymore. about COVID and Tom Cruise. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yes, you're right. Fair, okay. You know what? We can't escape it. This thing is a global pandemic. It's uh, it's inescapable, unescapable. What's the right? How? Who, all um, I know is uh, I'll be the first to say we're all in this together. We are. You, me, so, and Tom. Uh, so okay. So yes. So yes, <laughs> the three of us in the car. Like on the on the uh, album, the, By the, uh, shirt. the show art. It's not an album. Okay, so let's you know what? let's talk about that out of the gate. So the first thing that happened in the year 2020, before everything went to to poo poo, can I say poo poo? You're the boss. You're I you're uh, one of two I hosts. Put up in, I put into the world. I am. I put into the world the the cruising together merch. I dropped that yep. stuff on T Public. Said, "Hey, people, there's merch. There are T-shirts 
for you to wear out in the world that people can see and not understand what the hell you're wearing. And, uh, and people bought these shirts. And I want to thank people first out of the gate. Thank you to everybody that uh, joined that endeavor of buying Cruising Together and, and Greg speaks for both of us when he says thank you. So I don't have to say it, too. If you if if you go to our Twitter page, uh, our Twitter page at Cruisin Show, uh, we, we we retweeted anybody that posted a photo do? of them. Re 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 we retweeted. Re we tweeted. We 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 tweeted. We re We we tweeted. Re we tweeted. Everybody that posted a photo of themselves wearing a cruising together shirt. So thank you to all of you and to all of you who didn't send a picture, but still bought. Blessed are those. Thank you. Blessed are those who bought a shirt and tweeted. So that was the first big, that was the first big cruising together thing of 2020. That was was like year in review. That was the first sign that, you know, this is going to be our year. Yeah. This could be our year. That was February. Then, News came, I think it was in early March, that uh, production had shut down on Mission Impossible 7 because Italy had gone into a lockdown situation and they were filming over there. And I was like, oh boy. But our boy that's Tom Cruise, as I recall, was I did like not look- the biggest alarm. That, that, that's what I found the most alarming was. I mean, that was the first. That was the first alarm bell. The second alarm bell involved another Tom. <laughs> <laughs> but the first alarm bell was Tom Cruise is stuck in a very fancy hotel room in Italy and production is shut down on MI7. If I'm remembering the timeline correctly. Am I? I, I, I think so. It doesn't matter. All, Nobody, all I know, look, we're all in this together. checking Greg. our work. So we can all <laughs> remember or misremember together. We will do it together. We're in this, we are in this love together, a time that is lasting forever. We are in this, well, uh, was it, was it, did I detect a segue into Hanks a lot? Thanks a lot. Or is it too early for that? Well, no, no, it's certainly, I mean, look, Hanks was the next big signpost. The day it was the pandemic was a fit made official, and the next day, Tom Hanks in Australia is like, "Yo, me Rita Wilson and I, we got it." And then it was like, "Oh dear, this is a situation." Thanks a lot. Now, the next thing that happened with respect to our lives vis-a-vis Thomas Cruz Maypother the Fourth—that's his full real name, guys. Chris, you having trouble? What is happening? I'm good. Okay. Just Thomas adjusting, just adjusting my microphone. All right. How are my levels? The next thing, they're fine. Okay, you're, you're fine. All right. the The next thing, the the next thing that happened is movies started getting pushed back, and one of those movies was Top Gun: Maverick, the sequel the, to Top Gun. The sequel to Top Gun. And there was some hype about this. There's been some buildup. You and Cousin Mike, formerly of episode Valkyrie, 
recorded in Tom Graham. I think you did two episodes, didn't you? Am I am I remembering that I correctly? I think we did. We you talked about his in, Instagram posts. Instagram posts about he talked about the trailer. Yeah. So there was a lot of buildup. And and it was like, okay, we're gonna see this movie, and we did not get to see this movie. And then it's like, oh no, it's gonna come out for Christmas. Top Gun Maverick, you'll see it at Christmas. But for reasons we don't need to get into, that didn't happen. It's been pushed back again. So I think, and we've talked about this in advance, for the purposes of this special version episode, we're going to talk about Top Gun Maverick despite nobody having seen it. That's right. Yeah. And typically, on a typical episode, on a on a normal, everyday, non-pandemical episode, we would do something called a plot recap battle. That would be where we each recap the movie with a judge awarding yep. winner and loser status. But that way, even if you haven't seen the movie as a listener to the podcast, you could still move forward knowing pretty accurately what happened in the movie we're discussing. <laughs> yeah. Pretty accurately is probably the best way to describe our, our various recaps through the years. Now, in this instance, uh, it's just you and I. We don't have a judge. So we're going to say the listener, you, the listener. And, well, you, the listener, will be the judge. But the true judge and jury will be the movie. Is, is you, the listener, is you, the listener, like a real person, like Chance the Rapper? Yes. Yes. You, the listener, is the person that, it's, I think that's Chance the Rapper's producer <laughs> on the other side of the glass. He's not the guy. He's not the one guy that buys the album. Oh, <laughs> that's maybe better. <laughs> I think we need to. I didn't think we need to consult Dion Warwick to find out who you, the listener, is. You know about that? Yes. That, uh, non controversy. Okay. Oh, was it a? Oh yeah, that was one of her one of, one of her tweets. Yes. Yeah. Was specifically Question. reaching out to Chance the Rapper and yes, do you say Chance the Reverend? No, but I I I hope. Well, maybe maybe I did. I don't know. Roll it back. I wasn't I, trying I to, but I like Chance the Reverend because you know who else is a uh, famous he... rapping Reverend? Reverend Run 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 Reverend Run of Run yeah, DMC. That's right. Christmas time in Hollis. Right. Full... That's a that's a Run we just, DMC we just took song. it full circle. Full seasonal circle. So since we can't do a recap I hope battle, Reverend Run since, is the ghost of Christmas future. I hope Reverend Run is you, the listener. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be full circle. That would be a full circle. So since we can't do a plot recap, because neither one of us... Look, we can admit it. We haven't seen this movie. As much as the world knows how much we are invested in the filmography of Tom Cruise... We don't get advanced screenings of things. Well, I mean, you say that now, but you, the listener, might disagree after hearing what we're about to say. Yeah. So what we're doing is we have decided in lieu of a recap, we are going to do like a precog from Minority Report. <laughs> we're, about to, we're, we're about to drop some precaps on you. I open up the paper, there's a story of an actor. 
What's a precap? Chris, what is a precap? A precap is exactly like a recap, except we're giving it we're giving you all the information that you need to follow this movie without having seen the movie. It's what we think the movie <laughs> will most likely be yeah. based on the information that we do have, which is the trailer, bits of news here and there. The cast. Um, and in a way, it's kind of like we self-spoiled because I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna be hitting at least ninety-nine percent accuracy. I mean that. I mean, basically, it is a preemptive or a predictive recapitulation. And in lieu of a guest to judge whether we're right or wrong, Top Gun Maverick will eventually be the judge of how much we got right and wrong. That will be the determiner. It, that's gonna. Ha- that'll be. You know what? The release of the movie will be the go- the ultimate ghost of Christmas. It'll be the ghost of Christmas way future. Or will it be Tiny Tim saying, uh, I, I don't need a cane anymore? Is that what happens in that story? At the end of the, at the end of, of, uh, what is, what is even, at the end of a, a Christmas, Christmas carol, Christmas Tiny carol? Tim holds up his crutch and says, I don't need a cane anymore. <laughs> the end. And the, and the ghosts, the ghosts all high five each other. The I the ghosts high five. The ghosts look at each other and they say, "I have the need." But wait, is it? Doesn't that happen? Like Tiny Tim doesn't need the crutch anymore, or am I making that up? You're you're well. It's not coming out of nowhere. But okay, he's he's not switched? miraculously healed. He just says. <laughs> God bless us, everyone. <laughs> but in your, like I liked it in your thing. mind. He's like celebrating like at the end of Rudy. <laughs> but, but wait, okay. So then is it Scrooged where like, is it Mary Lou Retton or something does a flip? What? How many things am I mixing up in my head? Scrooge is a Bill Murray movie, right? Yeah. So, so it's been a long time since I've seen it. Clearly, same here. I don't know if Mary Lou Retton has any involvement. <laughs> All right, callers, <laughs> call in know. right now. <laughs> call in right now. This would be callers of Christmas past. Yeah, we don't know, Mary. Actually, don't don't. By the time you hear this, we will know because Mary Lou Retton will let us know. All right, so precap time. Who's going first? I did not check in the last episode who recapped first. Uh, so, how do we decide who writes who who reads their precap well, first? I'm I'm making some assumptions here. I'm making one assumption here. Okay. I'm not making. Your assumption is that you are your assumption. My is assumption is right. you should go first. <laughs> <laughs> Because if I go first, it's going to blow your mind, and you won't even be able to read anymore. I think I think you're assuming that my precap is not going to blow your mind. You're right. You're right. Hey, you know that's what? how confident I am in my precog abilities. All right, I will begin my precap then. Here we go. Got to adjust. Got to move something around so I can get to to reading this properly. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Top Gun Maverick Precap by Greg Shegel, 
December 2020. And action. Top Gun Maverick. Precap, December 2020. Action. <laughs> okay, go. And Top, go. Top Gun Precap. Action. Top Gun, damn it, I messed that one up. Can I start over? Yeah, just have fun with it. Top Gun Maverick Precap by Greg Shegel on this December of the year 2020. Tom Cruise reprises his role as Maverick, the toppest of guns who in 30 years hasn't ranked up in the military. Instead, he's a risk-taking, fatalistic test pilot, which we see out of the gate with him testing some futuristic flying machine requiring to wear something akin to a spacesuit. Maverick, of course, tries a few unorthodox moves, but things get a little hinky in the air, and Maverick passes out mid-flight. He recovers quickly, though, and lands the craft. After being yelled at, he learns the Naval Academy is calling him back to teach a new Top Gun squad, including Rooster, son of Maverick's late co-flyer, Goose. Rooster is angry, coming in hot, blaming Maverick for the death of his dad. The usually unflappable Maverick is confused by this. Something's different about Rooster. Maverick's known him his whole life, and he's never been like this. Guilt starts to eat at Maverick, and he starts to crack up, questioning his own memories, and even the here and now. Something's different about Goose, and something's different, uh, something's different about Goose's widow. Did he play volleyball on the beach, or was it football like these new recruits are playing? A cocky young pilot named Hangman seems to taunt and haunt him, reminding him of his old rival, Iceman. Things are familiar but different enough to put Maverick on edge, and his superiors have noticed. They want to ground him, but he is, like it says on his helmet, a Maverick, and he will not be tamed. Maverick takes a jet at against orders. He's gone rogue. The cadet pilots need to bring him down, and finally Rooster has his chance to take down the man he blamed for his father's death. All hell breaks loose in the skies. Rooster knows all of Maverick's maneuvers, except for that Rooster can't bring himself to take that final fatal shot. He doesn't need to, though. As Maverick gets cocky and takes risks, and as Maverick's jet flies behind some mountains, we hear and see an explosion. <laughs> At the crash site, through the smoke and clouds, we hear voices of concern, some people yelling, some people screaming and crying. Through the smoke, we see Iceman, played by Val Kilmer, Viper, played by Tom Skerritt, Stinger, played by James Tolkien, Charlie, played by Kelly McGillis, Carol, Goose's widow, played by Meg Ryan, with her son by her side, played by Ryan Gosling. Maverick stumbles out of the crash site, rattled, but in one piece. He sees everyone reacting, and he looks behind him to see the wreckage of the experimental craft from the start of the movie. It was all a weird dream, or hallucination? Either way, he's clearly fine. He flashes his classic Tom Cruise smile. Woo, today's my lucky day, he says. None of them react. Maverick's confused. <laughs> Not today, pal, says a familiar voice off screen. Maverick turns to see Goose, played by Anthony Edwards. Maverick does a double take, from Goose to the others, back to Goose. That's right, Mav, Goose says. This is your exit off the highway to the danger zone. <laughs> Goose, Maverick can't believe his eyes. The old partners embrace. As they separate, Maverick sees Goose is looking over his, at his widow and son. She's been okay, Goose, and she did a heck of a job with your gossip, Maverick tells his friend. I know, says Goose. I've been watching. You never lost that loving feeling, huh? Asks Maverick. Never, replies Goose. They take my breath away. The music <laughs> swells as Goose and Maverick walk away together, doing their patented high-five, low-five towards a pristine silver F-14 awaiting them. Roll credits. So that's what wow. I think is going to happen in the movie. 
That's a good movie. <laughs> Thank you. I apologize for the. That's a huge like seven like six cents spoiler. I should have said that. Actually, Chris, we really should have set up a huge spoiler warning before we doing any of this. For sure. I feel like this is this might be an edit where I cut this and hey, put it. You know what though? Your fumble is my recovery because I can say, "Hey, spoiler alert!" before I read my precap. Damn it. I I apologize. Uh, reverse spoiler alert to everybody listening. Go back and pretend you didn't hear this huge. But you know what? It's a People should know these are spoilers from the premise. Well, you know what? Really, only one of them is a spoiler because I can tell you right now, <laughs> I did not write the same precap. Okay. All right. I didn't see any of that coming. And I kind of want to tear up my precap now. No, 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 no. I want to hear it. You, you Because gonna... I feel like a fool. I, you... Oh, this, oh the gonna, strategy. You better, you better go first. I'm going to blow your mind. Yeah. My strategy know. proved to backfire. Well, I'll be the first it. to admit it. I'm not going to admit anything until I hear. You know what happened? You got caught. I, I just flamed out in the jet wash. <laughs> yeah, you got I coffee. just flamed out in your jet wash. <laughs> Is jet wash a thing? Did you not see Top Gun, the first movie? I saw it. The last time I saw it was when we recorded for this show. How long ago was that? A million years ago? Well, Greg, let me let me uh remind you. There's a pivotal scene when they're uh doing training exercises in the air. And Maverick gets caught in Iceman's jet wash. Oh, is causing, this when he, to, is this he does a spin? And he does a, and he, yeah, he, he ends up going down in a flat spin because one of the engines goes out. That's right, a flat spin. This results, of course, spin. in the tragic death of our co-pilot, Goose. R.I.P. Goose. Obviously, you knew Goose died. Side, sidebar. At some point during when we were recording the old episodes. Should we say spoilers for Top Gun the first movie if they haven't no, seen no. that? No, no, at this point, this at this point that is a 30-year-old movie. At some point during our recordings earlier on, I learned that one of my friends in their building resided one Anthony Edwards. And I said, "You got to ask him to be on our podcast." And I was denied. But just know, friends, you were denied because your friend refused to ask or yeah. because Anthony Edwards no, no, refused replied, to ask. no, thank you. Refused to ask. So I just want the world to know. I'd like I to tried. think he'd say no, thank you. Like he'd be polite about it. I'd like to think he'd say, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah, OK, but barring that, let's just say. And I'm let's saying just not say even... in the unlikely scenario where he doesn't want to join us. He would at least still say thank you. And and I'm not even saying he's got to do a Tom a Top Gun episode. He could he could have come on for Oblivion Oblivion yeah, just Oblivion, right? Oblivion song is a comic book. Oblivion is the movie. Oblivion is the movie. Oblivion song is the soundtrack from the movie. And I think Which the became... lyrics inspired the comic book. That, yes. And and Robert Kirkman would confirm that, I'm sure. If you tweet at him, I'm sure he'll confirm it. You know, maybe maybe we could see if we can get that guy on an episode. Uh, spoiler alert. That happened, bro. Uh, picks or it didn't happen. <laughs> like, like all podcasts, 
Yeah, you Pix, need a visual. You need Pixar. It didn't happen. That's true. Look, I, I might be listening. Fake. I might. You might. You might provide me with audio that proves we had a conversation with him. No, look. But if you don't have a picture, to, by all evidence, there have been. If if picks are the are the rule, there have been two episodes of cruising together. There's one episode with <laughs> Wally Wacky Man where I took a picture of your arm position. Okay. Oh wait, three. There's three episodes. There's My one arm episode. position. Yeah, you were sitting and your arm was a funny way, so I took a picture of it. Okay. You, you didn't. You didn't sit like this is the first time we've had a puppet, so we got to get this documented. It was I don't my, know if I, it was my I, arm. I honestly don't know if I have a picture of the puppet. <laughs> and now I'm thinking that might have not have even been the episode where I took the picture of your arm. Maybe I'll Zach the listener that. can tell us. Maybe. Then episode with Paul McMahon took a picture of candy that he brought us, the gold M&Ms. And then the episode with Tyler Shane line, there are drawings that Art Balthazar did. As evidence that it happened. So a drawing yeah. is a pick. Otherwise, none of these other episodes have ever happened. Unless somebody took a picture of us while we were recording, and I cannot remember that happening. Wait. Wait. Julio, Julio might have taken a picture during episode night and day. But we'll um, never know. I, I feel I feel like I've checked out. I'm, I'm not giving you anything. I don't. I, I have no responses. Matter. I don't remember any of this. That's that's because it never happened. Exactly. See? There are no picks. All right. That's, Chris. that's that's what they say. Picks, or you won't remember. That's right. Chris, I'd like to hear. I'm going to put my microphone down and let you do your precap. Right. Whenever you're ready. Whenever you're prepared. Right. Whenever you're ready. Whenever you're whenever you're all set. Whenever you're at the starting line, when you're prepared to begin, when you're all ready to start, you just uh, you just get started when I when you're ready to start. Just just let me clear my throat. Right, let me clear my throat. All right, I'm gonna put beautiful, perfect. Chris, Top Gun Maverick, a precap by Chris Jerusso. The movie opens with call sign Maverick stunt flying in an F-18 Super Hornet jet to the tune of Kenny Loggins' hit Danger Zone. Unless it's called Highway to the Danger Zone. I'm not even sure. You know, let me just start over again. No, I'm going to plow ahead. Maverick hops on his motorcycle and cruises over to the local bar owned by Penny Benjamin, played by Jennifer Connelly. The place is packed. With the newest class of Top Gun recruits, Maverick remarks to Penny, they're all trying to figure it out. Figure out what? asks Penny. Who's the best? Penny pretends Maverick hasn't told her this exact same thing every year because humoring her patrons is just good business. Their friendly, semi-flirtatious conversation is interrupted by the familiar piano-pounding opening to Great Balls of Fire. Hey, are you with me? Asks a concerned Penny. You look like you've seen a ghost. I have, Maverick responds, as we follow his gaze first to the hands responsible for banging out the familiar tune, then panning up to see the mustachioed face of Callsign Rooster, son of Callsign Goose, singing his heart out as the rest of the Callsign-filled room joins in. 
After the song, we see a group of recruits ribbing one another. Watch and learn, says call sign Hangman, as he approaches an attractive young lady in the bar attempting to impress her with his pilot status. They're all trying to figure it out, says Hangman. Figure out what, says the, asks the girl. Who's the best? We're all call signs for Top Gun 2, Maverick. And everyone's trying to figure out who's the best, just like in the original Top Gun. Let me save you the trouble. It's me, she says, as Hangman's friends all laugh. For she is call sign Phoenix. Also a recruit, but it never occurred to Hangman that a girl could be a call sign. Somehow Maverick and Penny witnessed the entire exchange as clearly as we did, even though they are on the other side of the bar. <laughs> Reminds me of someone, says Penny. Oh, I did much better in my day. Believe me, Maverick responds. Oh, yeah? Is that why you're still alone? This gives Maverick pause as he notices for the first time what's been right in front of him all along. Well, maybe we can talk about it over dinner sometime, grins Maverick as he exits. The next morning, Maverick is introduced to the new class of Top Gun recruits, and they run training exercises. These young call signs can't believe that Maverick just beat two of them all by himself, and Maverick celebrates by buzzing the tower. <laughs> Maverick gets called into the Pentagon, where Ed Harris plays the role of irritated bald admiral giving Maverick a hard time. 30 plus years of service. Combat medals. Citations. Only man to shoot down three enemy planes in the last 40 years. Yet you can't get a promotion. You won't retire. And despite your best efforts, you refuse to die. You should be at least a two-star admiral by now. Yet here you are. Captain. Why is that? It's one of life's mysteries, sir. It's not a mystery, Maverick. It's because you won't stop buzzing the tower. <laughs> and that's against the rules. And you know that. The end is inevitable, Maverick. Your kind is headed for extinction. Maverick replies, cocky as ever. Maybe so, sir. But not today. Adoy, I didn't say it was today. But it's coming. Technology is advancing at a rapid pace. We are on the cusp of permanently transitioning to drone combat. But we're not quite there yet. That's why we need you, Maverick. Only a pilot with your combination of skill and experience can handle a special top-secret mission to Mars. Mars? Mars, sir? Mars. Did I hear you right? Mars? Because if there's one man more suited for a mission to Mars than anybody else, it's Iceman. You're more right than you know, Maverick. This mission to Mars, it's a rescue mission. Iceman landed on Mars this morning and engaged an unknown enemy before we lost communication. 
We need you to go in, find out what happened, and if possible, bring Iceman home. Maverick gets on a treadmill with wires attached to his body and a mask attached to his face so they can measure all his vitals to ensure he's fit for space travel. After five minutes of that, they give him a space helmet, put him on a new top-secret light-speed space plane, and off to Mars he goes. Maverick lands on Mars to discover Iceman lying amid space plane wreckage, barely clinging to life. Iceman explains he was attacked by call signs Starscream, Thundercracker, and Skywarp, elite members of an evil army of robots called Decepticons. Holy hell. They transformed, Maverick. The robots... (coughs) Transformed into F-15 Eagle twin engine all-weather tactical fighter jets with really, (coughs) really sweet paint jobs. Don't die on me, Iceman. Take this, Maverick, Iceman pleads as he hands Maverick a mysterious metal box with strange undecipherable markings it's our only chance what is it promise me be my wingman this final time I will Iceman Maverick says as Iceman dies in his arms I'll always be your wingman Maverick returns to earth where they hold a hero's burial service for the fallen Iceman did you find anything else in that wreckage asks Ed Harris Instinct tells Maverick not to turn over the box, so he he remains silent on the manor. On the matter. There's an edit for you. If I lose this this precap battle, because I pronounced, I said manor instead of matter, that's all it takes. (laughs) Ed Harris eyes Maverick suspiciously and says, There's more going on here than meets the eye. Suddenly, Maverick is confronted by Rooster. Goose was my father! You killed him! Maverick says, It was Jetwash, Rooster. Jetwash. Nothing I could do about it. I know you don't understand, and I hope you never have to. So if hating me is what it takes for you to keep going, well, then that's what I'm here for. Maverick, needing to clear his head, rides his motorcycle to his private hangar, where we see he has been keeping up maintenance on the iconic Grumman F-14 Tomcat supersonic twin-engine, two-seat, twin-tail, variable-sweep-wing fighter jet, the same jet we saw him fly in Top Gun. Once in the sky, Maverick begins examining the metal cube and discovers what it really is. The AllSpark, a powerful device that turns ordinary technology into Transformers technology. Electricity fires out of the AllSpark, causing Maverick's jet to transform into a robot. Maverick, still in the cockpit, says, I think I could get used to this. <laughs> Maverick returns to the base only to discover another tragedy had meanwhile unfolded while the Top Gun recruits were running training exercises. Hangman yells at Rooster, You killed Phoenix! I loved her! And Rooster says, It was Jetwash, Hangman. Jetwash. Nothing I could do about it. 
I don't know. I know you don't understand, and I hope you never have to. So if hating me is what it takes for you to keep going, well, then that's all. That's what I'm here for. Maverick investigates the still-smoking wreckage, and the AllSpark reactivates. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes, phoenix rises from the ashes. With the addition of some cybernetic enhancements to replace crushed limbs and damaged organs, Hangman asks, Are you okay? And Phoenix says, Okay. What did I tell you? I'm the best. Hangman and Phoenix make out super hard. (laughs) Rooster approaches Maverick, struggling to keep his composure, and says, Now I understand. I'm sorry. Before erupting into crying sobs, they embrace... And Maverick says, I'm sorry too, as a single tear runs down his face. The next day, the USA is attacked by fighter jets from North Korea, Iran, Russia, and Afghanistan, all following the leadership of Megatron and the Decepticons. Megatron declares, with Optimus Prime and the Autobots gone, Earth will be ours. Not if we have anything to say about it, says Maverick, from his F-14 information with the rest of the Top Gun F-18s. Top Gunners, transform! Maverick and his new fleet of robot warriors defeat the Decepticons and all of the USA's enemies. Then we cut to reveal Maverick and all the Top Gun pilots have been piloting the jets safely from the ground with their minds. I'm surprised you aren't up there yourself, Penny remarks to Maverick. I am, grins Maverick as his eyes flash with electricity implying a much deeper mental and physical connection between human and machine. Watch this. Maverick's F-14 robot buzzes a tower before landing. (laughs) Rooster's F-18 robot lands next to him, and the robots slap hands up high, as you would normally see two people perform a high five. However, pivoting from the elbows, they continue arcing their arms downward to slap hands again down low. It's hard to explain the visual, but it looks super awesome. (laughs) Maverick proposes marriage to Penny, who happily accepts as all the other pilots and officers and robots cheer. Maverick and Penny get into Penny's brand new automobile purchase. A vintage yellow Volkswagen bug. (laughs) And they drive off. The end. I mean, that... I'm going to say that was epic. Straight up epic. Twists and turns I could not see coming. I don't know why. You had all the same information Fabulous. I had. Fabulous. I feel like, uh, I mean, one of us is definitely right. I could say that. One of Certainly. us is 100% Certainly, right. Certainly, because we didn't tell the same, we didn't tell the same precap. No, I mean. Unless our, unless our precaps matched 100%. There's no way that we can both be right here. Right. So one right. of us is wrong. I mean, our cross, our, the Venn diagram crossover is very slight. They Both of our precaps contain Maverick. They both contain Maverick. They both contain Rooster blaming Maverick for the death of Goose. Yes. They both contain Hangman. They both contain Val Kilmer. Yep. So those four points. I, I'll admit you I neglected mention, you neglected to even mention Skywarp. I I didn't mention Skywarp. 
I didn't mention the AllSpark. I didn't mention Penny or Great Balls of Fire. There were Great Balls of Fire. There were explosions in mine, but they were not described as Great Balls of Fire. Right. Right. So so you are uh, – some questions. Maybe that's the song that will be playing after the ex- d- during the explosion. <laughs> so, so, so Penny is now running that bar. That's, yeah. That's – okay. That was the one character I didn't know. I just knew she was like the replacement for Charlie. And by replacement, you mean the the love interest for Maverick. Yeah. yeah. Or in my precap, this is not version. an Aunt, this is not an Aunt Vivian situation. No, no, I'm saying this is a in in my precap. Penny is there, but she is like, oh, you remind me of Charlie, kind of a thing, as opposed to. Because again, my re- my precap involves a, a very elaborate uh, hallucination pre-death dream sequence. I, I tell you, I mean, like, like I'm only I'm only fifty percent. Whereas before, I was a hundred percent sure I was right. Now I'm only fifty percent sure. Well, I mean, I think you have yours might have a better shot because in mine, Tom Cruise's character dies, and we know that that is a rare, that's a rare bit of business in a Tom Cruise feature. He rarely dies. So I, I, I took, I'm taking a real shot with that. I think everything else might be, you know, I, I might be at 50, 52. Really, it's up to the movie to determine which one of us is the pre-captain or is pre-capitated. Now, <clears throat> what, what, like, what, what was it that made you realize like, okay, this is what's going to happen in the movie. Like you had, you had the trailer to go by. I had the trailer. There were a few things I had going on. I had the trailer. I also I had, had the, the trailer. And then I had the cast, and I saw that the character of Goose's widow had been recast. As far as I could tell, it's a different person playing that part. Meg Ryan is alive and well. Uh huh. She exists on this earth. She's a good actress. Right. But she was not playing the part again. So is that and what made you think, like, okay, it's going to be well, like... It's two two pieces to this puzzle. Then the other piece of the puzzle was, I think we all know that Goose's son should have been cast as Ryan Gosling. Yes, they this, should have this, said they should have said to the the actor playing Rooster. They should have said, "Listen, we were going to have you play the son of Goose, but now we're going to have you play the role of Ryan Gosling." Either that or just... Couldn't you get Ryan Ryan Gosling? No, you're going to play Ryan Gosling. The point is, Ryan Gosling, by name alone, should have played that part. He can grow a mustache. He can. If that's the requirement, a mustache, he could do it. Even if he can't. Like, I've actually seen movies where actors who couldn't grow facial hair had, like, they do, like, like, prosthetic, like, makeup. Like, somehow they managed to put... They managed to get a mustache on a face that didn't actually grow the mustache. I've seen I've seen them do that with special effects. Dude, our last episode was all about this, trying to figure out if Tom Cruise was in Young Guns wearing this exact thing. Sure, fake facial hair. Uh huh. So it's good enough for Tom. It's good enough. So those two good pieces, enough for Goose's mom. Yeah, those two pieces mom. of the puzzle. Those two pieces of the puzzle made me go, I see what they're doing here. And then the trailer 
had so many familiar images that didn't quite match up to the original. Again, football on the beach versus volleyball on the beach, etc. All these people talking down to Maverick, but none of them were Tom Skerritt or the guy from Back to the Future or Masters of the Universe. So I'm like, oh, it's it's all the same beats, but it's it's not the same beats. This must be a Wizard of Oz style, you were all there kind of a thing. And then all the pieces fell into place. All right. Well, I mean, I, because, I, feel, like you missed, in, I feel like you missed one of the pieces. Well, because on the IMDb, Anthony Edwards is listed. So I'm like, if he's in this movie, he can only be playing a ghost. There's no way they're just showing old footage. He has to be playing Ghost Goose. Oh. But what did I miss? You tell me what well, I missed. Well, okay. So maybe Rooster... When he's like, he has a moment with one of the other call signs. He's talking about, yeah, my dad used to fly. I still remember the day that I watched him play Great Balls of Fire. And then they just like, in flashback, they show that scene. Now Anthony Edwards is in the movie using old footage. Oh, yeah, I understand. I'm saying I doubt that that's what it's going to be. So you think they got, so you think they got current Anthony Edwards. Yeah. As a ghost, right? Because, yeah, he's aged. Yeah. They're not using reverse aging. Oh, no, they're going to use reverse aging also. Because <laughs> <laughs> that because here's why. Because ghosts don't, shouldn't age. Ghosts shouldn't he age. He should look the way he did in his prime, when there's, at the moment of his death. Yeah. There's two things. Ghosts don't age. And B, the reverse aging technology is so good. Like, we've seen it happen <laughs> to such... Such a remarkable skill. Have you seen The Irishman? I mean, every, De Niro looks like he's 15. And if anybody has seen, spoiler alert, for The Mandalorian, but I mean, I feel like I was in a time machine with how smooth everything looked in that. Yeah, they made that helmet look like an older, an older or a young, much younger helmet. Well, if, you, if the Boba Fett armor did look much younger once it was uh, spiffed a little, up. A little ref- they did all that. They didn't even give it a new paint job. It's just that's all CGI. It's all CGI. Then you get something like uh, Rogue One, where you get Peter Cushing looking like bright as a daisy. The guy has never aged a day in his life. So the fact of the matter is, they could do this. Well, we did get, we did get Captain Marvel, Sam Samuel Jackson, sure, convincingly de-aged throughout the movie. My, this is, and that's why hey, nobody was surprised with my the Mandalorian. Point, my point exactly. Which is why Anthony Edwards is going to look like he did. He's going to look younger than he did. He's going to look like Revenge of the Nerds Anthony Edwards. Not even Goose Anthony Edwards. They're going to de-age him so much, he's going to lose the mustache. That's how young he's going to be. But hey, I could be wrong. I don't know. Well, I haven't you seen know, the movie. I, I, think, uh, I, think, I think, I mean, the more I think about it, the more confidence returns to me on my own recap. You might, I don't know, you might be wrong. Because here's the thing. Here's the difference between you and I yeah. that a lot of the listeners may or may not know. <laughs> Greg, you're a G.I. Joe guy. Yeah, that's true. In my, in my, in my youthful days, I was, I was more G.I. Joe than Transformers. And I was a Transformers guy. But in, in... Which is why you failed to pick up on the clues that I picked up on. Because Top Gun already is kind of a G.I. Joe sort of a thing, and you just you just leaned all the way into it. Well, I, I, 
I think I leaned away from it into Wizard of Oz territory, but I get your mention. I did not lean into Transformers territory. You know, they now, still they're still making toys these I days. Do. I do know that. It's yes. Continue and, uh, this. Huh? Continue, continue. Well, the toy industry and the movie the toy industry, the history, the history <laughs> there is an established no. Toys? Okay, movies? So, okay, so sometimes... <laughs> I feel like you're trying to talk about the toy industry. Industry. Is that there is a, a There's a long history of movies having big reveals and sensitive information spoiled because a toy based on the property made it to shelf before the movie's release. This an is, example. Now I see. That, I, I I know where you're going, and I think you're. I now think your precap is a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Just as, I mean, I think maybe everybody's on top of this at this point. No, but no, just, no. Just they, to go through. Like, I'm gonna assume. I'm gonna assume. Sixty percent of our listeners do not know where you're headed. So take us down that highway. Well, let's go to back to zone. let's go back to the '90s. The bat, the first Batman animated movie, Mask of the Phantasm. Sure. Uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen that movie, I'm about to spoil it. But there is a character called the Phantasm with a scary metal mask and a hood. And they're, they're, we don't know the identity of this character, the Phantasm, until the end. And it's revealed that it's actually Bruce Wayne's love interest, a lady. We had assumed, based on the fact that they'd been drawing a man the entire movie, that it must have been a man underneath that cloak, but it turned out to be a lady. And you wouldn't have seen it coming unless you had taken a walk down the toy aisle and saw the Phantasm action figure that was clearly a lady, and then you stick on the accessorized hood and mask. Quick question, sidebar, if you don't mind, because let's, I realized I had I had this thought during your precap. Let's take it to the side. Take it to the side. Did you specifically put Iceman on Mars because of the movie Red Planet from 2000? I want to say yes, because I think it would make me sound smart, but no. All right, because that's a movie where Val Kilmer goes to Mars. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> then I'm even more right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They just figured, like, we've already got the footage. <laughs> that's right. I don't yeah. know if anyone knows, Val's not, you know, in the best of health. He is not. But and that's and, with us. but he wanted to be a part of the movie, and that's the most that makes sense. Now I understand why they decided to have that confrontation happen on Mars. Yeah. All right, continue. Uh, let's see. Let's Phantasm, talk about. Uh, okay, so yeah, the Phantasm ma- Spo- yeah. spoiled. Let's uh, let's fast forward to Captain America: Civil War, which Seen featured it. so many. So many of the heroes that we had seen in other movies converging, including most recently we had been introduced to Ant-Man in his own movie. And there's a moment in that movie during a battle sequence where he becomes giant man. Yeah, that was great. But there was numerous toy sets that had a giant Ant-Man included. I did not know that. Spoiling that reveal. Well, right now, if you go to Hasbro.com or Hasbro's Pulse, I think they and call that website. Who doesn't? 
go cur- there daily. Currently listed, currently available for purchase right now. The iconic Grumman F-14 Tomcat jet from the Top Gun film is now a Transformers robot called Maverick. And who makes a better wingman than a Transformers robot? He's always ready to go vertical in jet mode or dominate a slow-mo volleyball montage in robot mode. This Maverick robot figure features movie-inspired details, folding jet wings, and includes four missile accessories that can be mounted on figures' arms in robot mode and underwings in jet mode. Also includes a screen-inspired miniature motorcycle accessory. Converts from robot to jet in 25 steps. Game, set, and match. And this is this is not an ad, right? We're not getting any... This is not an ad placement situation? This is 100% payola, baby. I, uh, I recently watched a YouTube video of a guy reviewing this Transformer. You knew about it and, did, and didn't yeah. put it together. Did not put it together. Uh, and uh, this guy seemed not terribly impressed by the, the paint job on this thing. Have you seen this? Do you have this toy? I do not have it. I've only seen uh, the pictures at Hasbro.com. I have not actually seen. I have not taken the extra step of looking at the video review that you have. And I, I can't help feeling embarrassed for you right now that you did not figure out what this movie is actually going to be. Look, I'm embarrassed for myself, if I'm being honest with you. But you know what, Greg? I guess. <laughs> Look, we all make mistakes like that. I didn't even realize Val Kilmer was in Red Planet. Yeah, see? So we're both we're both equally right we're, and equally we're wrong. We're both equally to blame for this. We really are. So I think that wraps up our precap battle. Now, what else is there to talk about? There's still plenty to talk about. It's been a year. We've covered well, this. Well, the, the two pieces of Tom Cruise mo- news, Tom Cruise news, Cruise news? Yeah, Cruise news. I mean, there's two big there's two big pieces we have not yet talked about. But here's, so yeah, there's two big things we haven't talked about, but they sort of skirt a line in terms of the kinds of things we talk about on Cruising Together. And those, right, because usually we just, we just talk about the art. We talk about the art. We talk about Tom Cruise as an actor performing. We don't get into his personal life. We try hey. not to. That's his business. That's his business. That's his own personal business. But sometimes he puts his personal life out for us to see. For instance, earlier this year, a video was released of Tom Cruise going to see the movie Tenet. And that that thing had some high production value. On it s- may as well have been a, the, the, the that little piece may as well have been a movie. I mean, on some level there was some performance there. Watch me go see a movie. I'm yeah, going, yeah. and he addresses the camera directly. There's even that part where he's he's in a car and people recognize him. He's like, huh, how do they even recognize me? Was he driving the car himself? No, he was not. He was well, because normally he drives the car himself. I mean, look. If you've ever seen, uh, what are those movies? Any of them? <laughs> what's, that, what's that guy's name? Jack well, Reacher? He, uh, D- Days of Thunder. You're saying Jack he Reacher? He drives that car himself. Jack Reacher, he does all the stunt driving himself. Sure. Mission Impossible, he does a lot of driving. Yeah. So here's the, here are the things that make... That's why they... That makes it even more... I understand... Like, 
I can understand his confusion. Like, how do they recognize me? Because he's not in the driver's seat. If he was in the driver's seat, I would expect him to be recognized. That, and he also was wearing a mask. I think that was part of it. He had the mask on in the car. But here's so here's yeah. But his mask, like you know, there's all kinds of like customized masks available. His mask has a picture of his face on it. And it <laughs> says, "I am Tom Cruise" on it. So here are the things that make that Tenet video less of a Tom Cruise movie. A his character name, quote unquote, is Tom Cruise. B, he does not run even once. C, he never takes his shirt off. So is it a Tom Cruise movie? Well, let me ask you this. Let me fire let me fire a question right back at you. I'm here for it. Was Austin Powers three a Tom Cruise movie? Well, yeah, because we discussed it on this show. Because in that one, he is playing Austin Powers as played by Tom Cruise. But he's playing Tom Cruise. Once it's at first, he's playing Austin Powers. Like he's playing Austin Powers, then he's playing Tom Cruise. It can be argued he's playing Tom Cruise in that movie. I'm saying in our order of experience, we're seeing Austin Powers performed as performed by Tom Cruise. Then the joke is it's Tom Cruise playing himself. But your point is made. He has played himself in the past. Additionally, right. additionally, yeah. does he run in Austin in, Powers? I don't remember. He does not. Does he take off his shirt? No. No. No, he doesn't have to take off his shirt as every in every but I'm saying like I'm saying it, it kind of matches up to this tenant movie promo. Right. So I mean that's what it is. It's a promo. The runtime does not make it a movie. It's got video. It's, it's got, got audio. the greatest actor of all time. It's got audio in it. That's true. I it's, think it's too, I think it's too short to be a movie. What though. is a promo other than a mini video? I think I think it's too short to be a movie. A, other than a mini movie. <laughs> I think it's too short to be a movie. It's a mini movie. Hold on. Here's the real here's the real test on to whether it's a movie. I'm going to check the internet to see if it is on the resource for all movies on the internet. IMDb. IMDb. IMDb TC. Yeah. IMDb TC. <laughs> Find out what this promo means to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's the other bit. Well, let's let's sort let's sort this bit out first, right? One bit at a time. You can't do you can't do bit over bit. All right. So for for filmography, let's go to self. Yeah, it's not coming up. You can't do you can't do bit over bit can't do bit over bit what do you mean by that it's like uh i don't i don't know what i mean by that all right next so i feel like this whole entire podcast is built on bit over bit <laughs> listen i said i don't know what i mean by it and i regret ever saying it is this is this bit battle i would lose <laughs> I would lose. Look, not precap. The precap 
the for sure you lost. Bit battle, I feel like bit battle's a whole different battle. All right, I, don't talk know, me I don't even know what the battle would be. <laughs> I don't even know. How, I just know the title of it. I don't even know how it would. I think we're just gonna have to see if bit battle rises All from right, the so, ashes. So, okay, back back to the mess. The, the, this this whole promo. Yeah, it's Tom basically saying, "Wear your mask and keep going to movies." That's right. Yeah, you know, he did it has work? Nothing to gain from this. Did it did it work on you? It did not work on me. Have you seen Tenet? I have not seen Tenet, but is that available on a streaming service now? I think it's available for purchase as an at-home streamer. I heard that it's good. I have heard very little about it. I've heard, oh, it's good. You should see it. That's what I've heard. I've heard. That's what I've here's heard what about I, it. Here's what I know. I know it's a Christopher Nolan movie, and the last Christopher Nolan movie I saw was uh, uh, Inception, which people really, really liked, and I did not like as much as a lot of people. I never saw Interstellar. I never saw the war one, Dunkirk. Uh-huh. And I'm in no hurry to see Tenet. Certainly not going to mask up and go see Tenet. Should we have done a recap battle for um for Tenet for the promo? No, just the promo piece. Like I say, like hey, because like I didn't do any research. You knew he was in a car. He was a, he well, was surprised. I, I, he was recognized wearing his mask. Well, what happened was I watched it once, and then I watched a parody of it from Demi Adijuibe. Where he also goes to see Tenet. This is a conversation. A this is a conversation we should have had before started recording, and now I, I just feel like, you know, so unprepared. My anxiety is through the roof right now. Look, I am sweating. Go, why don't you want to watch it right now? While while we're here, you can watch the Demi Adijuibe parody of it. Well, I don't know. Should we? Then we'd have to. I can pay, we'd have to pay Demi some royalties. Well, I'd say go watch his YouTube videos and uh, learn more about him. He's very funny. He is very funny. How's, is that is that enough of a royalty? The end. All right. Anyway, if you want to go watch it now, I could, we could. I could like. I'll do it. This will be an edit point. If you want to watch it now, you're telling me or are you telling? Um, you the listener. I'm telling everybody that if you choose to watch it, the listener will not hear you watching it. They will just hear us talking after you have watched it, or we will move on to the next topic of discussion. All right, I'm I'm up for taking a quick break and uh, and and we then we then we take a take a watch. Well, I'm not gonna st- I'm not gonna stop recording. What? I'm just gonna let I'm gonna let you watch it, oh my- and I'm gonna cut this out. Okay. So do what you have to do on your computer. Still taking a break. We're back. Ready for round two. All right. We didn't watch the video for people who are now back from that break. My memory of it was he's wearing a mask. He says, go see a movie. You see him sitting in a chair. People are socially distanced. 
in the chairs of the movie theater, all wearing masks. And I believe he's like, he's just throwing popcorn at his face and it's bouncing off. (laughs) This is the Tom Cruise one. Yeah. Yeah. So do do, do we have any thoughts on this? I'll I'll give you my thought if you don't have any. Yeah, I want to hear your thought. I want to hear your thought. Well, okay. So we've we've talked about this before off air, Uh, but Tom Cruise is one of the most focused, determined people in the world with like, you know, a, a, a work ethic that's unparalleled. He's, he's got one of the strongest minds. Now we're talking, just to be clear, we're talking about the video where he goes to see Tenet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yes, he, he's just one of the most strong-willed, strong-minded people in the world. And so I was just like a little bit caught off guard to see that he had been brainwashed into thinking we needed to wear masks. He's a, he's the last guy I would have expected in any capacity to be brainwashed. However, there came a follow-up video. Or not now, video. It's not video. Uh, a, 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 a follow-up piece a of news. Audio. Yes. There was an audio sequel. Like a podcast. By the way, I just want to insert right now, since it has uh, recently come to my attention, <laughs> that people have a very difficult time between distinguishing when I am being serious <laughs> and when I am joking. So, as it pertains... To brainwashing, hashtag sarcasm. I wear masks. No, wait. That now it sounds like I don't wear masks because I right, led let with me hashtag sarcasm. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Let me clear this up. All right. Chris does not believe in brainwashing at all. <laughs> Hold on. Also, Chris wears a mask all the time. He's wearing one right now. What he doesn't tell you is it's like a Robin mask, like a Domino mask, because he loves Domino's pizza. That's what I don't he, tell and, anyone. Yeah. You could be talking, and to me, then, you could be hanging out with me all day, and I will never once mention it. No, he just wears the mask, and it says Domino's on it. It's a, I mean, hey, it's a very strange product placement. Free pizza for life. But that's, but that's how he rolls. And, and then he claims, because he doesn't believe in brainwashing, that he has not been brainwashed by the Domino's Corporation to wear that mask. It's really something. Hmm. Also, what you're saying is that we both... it's exactly what a person who's brainwashed would say. I I'm mean, not brainwashed is the first right. thing they brainwash you into saying. That's right. Exactly. But yeah, we both wear masks. We're both very, uh, as careful as we can be, Stepping out as of the we bit. Sh- as we should this be is, careful. This we is, should all be this careful. Is a bit, you know who else should be careful? This is people working on a movie set. This is a this is a bit battle that we've both lost. <laughs> this is a bit a broken bit. Uh so let's get back to the business of this. I show. broke my bit saber. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Well, you know how in the Star Wars movies they're always breaking lightsabers? They break all the time. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They snap the him snap in half, right like in half over their breaks knees. a phone. Yeah. Like, yeah. like when Bo Jackson gets upset that he struck out and 
smash. Well, yeah, you never because because when you use a lightsaber in Star Wars, they can trace you with it, so you have to snap it in half and drop it into a dumpster. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Those things are totally because that's at least, the color. At least the for colors, the first couple seasons. Yeah, the colors reveal. Then you snap it in half, and then but then you got to pull a little wire out of the out of the handle. You have to pull that little gem that turns it into a lightsaber, yeah. or whatever that's yeah, you called. Pull that out. What are those? What are those gems called? Those are you called. <laughs> those are. Called, I, don't, I don't know. But you know they, they they have a name, right? I know they have a name. Yeah, I call them. I'm going to call them Jedi gems. gems. Jedi gems. I was going to go saber gems. Saber this... gems makes more sense because the bad guys are not Jedi's. Here's a, here's another question about lightsabers. So in the Mandalorian, they got a dark saber. Yeah. That's... Is that? He built that from a lump of coal. Is that real? That's, yeah, that's that's like <laughs> no. Come on, is that's that like real? He didn't get any presents that year. Is this okay? This has been on a bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but he said, "I'm gonna t- when life when Santa gives you coal, you make coal aid." Well, I mean, the fact that we learned not too long ago that hot chocolate exists in this galaxy far, far away, it's possible coal exists. Did we not le- wait? When did we learn this? Was I not on the phone with you when we had this conversation? Yes, but, yes, but I don't think we had it on a podcast. No, no, not on a podcast. You okay. and I were talking. We don't only talk for this podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying, the list for you, the listener, <laughs> yeah, you, the you listener, listener might be scratching his head right now. You, the listener, aka Reverend Run. I don't. I think it was all very clear. We're talking about Mandalorian. Okay, yeah. Hot chocolate exists in the Star Wars universe. Right. So if hot chocolate exists, it's possible coal exists, which is why I wasn't sure if you were doing bit on a bit or if you were actually giving me a Star Wars factoid no, that no, was no, no. absurd. No, but like I, like that the Star Wars magic, usually I just I, I accept it and I go on. I don't need to know how they build the lightsabers. Right. Sure. If the if the time ever comes when I when when I when I come across a gem like that, and I decide I want to build my own lightsaber, then I'll just go to a DIY video on YouTube. Yeah. I guess my question was... I have a screwdriver. I have a hex wrench. My question was, is it a different kind of... I mean, obviously, it's a different kind of stone in the darksaber that makes it a black lightsaber. But is it even a lightsaber, or is it a different thing entirely? I believe it's a dark saber. <laughs> it's the opposite Asked. of lightsaber. Asked and answered. So on to this audio sequel. So back in, I guess it was probably June. I don't remember. Tom Cruise is in this video. He goes to see Tenet. He's like, it was great. It was great. Flash forward to earlier this month, right? What was it, like two weeks ago this happened? Yeah. December. There's Audio is released to the world of yours truly, Tom Cruise. Going shit for grapes on some crew. On the Mission Impossible 7 set. There's a phrase I've not heard in a long time. For anybody who doesn't understand what I meant by shit for grapes, which is 99% of you, a brief aside. Probably, I don't know, eight years ago. Is this, is this, is this what? This is, this, is, this is not a bit. This is, this is a shoot. This, this, this is a, a shoot brief aside. a bit on a bit? This is a, this is a brief aside. Okay. A B.A. Many moons ago, Chris Jerusso and myself. Quick aside. And past, quick aside. Moons means months. I believe Jacob was with us. And I believe past guest 
Brandon Bigglestone was with us. Uh-huh. We were in San Diego. Yeah. And I meant to say the phrase, people were going apeshit. But the words that came out of my mouth were... <laughs> Instead of apeshit... <laughs> Am I going to have to finish this? Greg's having an emphysema attack now. <laughs> the absurdity of it just hit me like a lightning bolt again. That it, it makes no sense. But instead of saying ape shit, I said shit for grapes. <laughs> and the only logic in my head that makes that work is the existence of grape ape. There's no <laughs> so this this is a detail that is only now revealed after after over a decade. I don't know if it's been over a decade, but it's definitely been a long time. <laughs> like how else would I've how else would shit for grapes line up outside of the the word shit? And I apologize for all the cursing in this episode. But outside of that word, what is the connection? It rhymes. <laughs> Ish. Ish. Anyway, okay. That's what I. That's what. That's what I meant when I said, uh, "Tom Cruise went shit for grapes." Okay. Yeah, yeah. On some cast, on some crew, because apparently, what if it was from cast? all reports, what if it was cast? Like you're off the movie. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, got to reshoot, just like yelling at every scene. Just yell, yelling at a at a at a what's her name, the lady in the movie, the the British lady, Ilsa Faust. Character name, Ilsa Faust. Actress name, Rebecca Ferguson. I looked it up. He's very upset with these guys for not following safety protocols. Uh, allegedly. Again, we're not seeing any of this. Yes, it's all audio. It. But he's he's yelling at two people on the crew. They could be male or female. Other does he address them by a by a, a gendered pronoun? I, I, I can't I remember. remember. All I know is that if, if it happens he's again, mad. they're gone. He's mad as hell. He explains that everybody is watching them, and he is on the phone with studio heads every night trying to save the industry of filmmaking. Yes. It's very impassioned. He's At one point, he goes almost fully into Mission Impossible territory, where he says, am I being clear? And then they do not say Crystal. They do not say crystal, which seems like a real mistake on there because I think that really would have cut the tension <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. If any one of them just they said wouldn't have gotten, crystal. That wouldn't have been the final straw at all. If one of them said crystal, there's no way he wouldn't have laughed. And the whole thing would have just been they would like, have got raises. Good times, guys. Just put yeah. your masks on and stay, stay away that from each other. would have been a much better tape to get leaked. Somebody do a version of that. <laughs> but that's not what happened. He yells at these guys. Yeah. There's some cussing. And so then I thought, he, I thought, once again, ha- I thought hashtag sarcasm. Oh, my God. He's he's so brainwashed. He should be. He's the, the last guy that under any circumstances I think could ever be brainwashed. And then I thought, well, you know, everyone thinks they can't be brainwashed. And only moments ago, you just proved to me that I've been brainwashed. Yeah, and then I started thinking. Well, it's not about brainwash or not. He, even if it is all a hoax, 
He's doing what he has to do to save the industry. Now, here's the thing. Speaking of hoaxes, there are people who have publicly said that audio is faked. There are people who are saying that that I read a tweet is, and I wish I could I could give credit to this tweet. Somebody Well, I know I know Leah Remini is very uh adamant that it's a performance. She's got a bone to pick with uh that whole organization. Well, somebody else uh did some independent research and it turned out and again, I wish I could give credit and I don't, but I'm sure this joke has been made before. Hashtag, this is a joke. Hashtag, hashtag, it's pretty funny. Uh, they looked into it and Tom Cruise, turns out, is a paid actor. <laughs> he is a paid actor. And I have made the claim that uh, everything he's doing, he's, he's sort of like a Bruce Wayne type where anything he does publicly is some degree of performance. Kind of like a professional wrestler who's just always has to be in character. Yes. And my evidence for that is when he is trying to just be a regular guy, it's the most awkward thing going. Like when he does a lip sync battle on Jimmy Fallon. It's all, it's very uncomfortable. But when he's just being Tom Cruise, international movie star, mega mogul on the phone with producers every night. Or is that, or did we finally get a glimpse in this leaked audio of the real guy? Is this our first glimpse of what he is actually like? Is he just yelling at people all the time? What is this audio is basically the question. What what have we been gifted or cursed with? I mean, we, I think we've covered audio. every possibility. It's either legit or it's staged. Those are the Those, possibilities. Where could, you know, maybe he started out legit. How about this? Maybe he really, for real, screamed at somebody, and then and then somewhere else, like so, like a light bulb went off and thought, "Wow, if the if the rest of the world could see how passionate he really is about making sure we're all safe, that, like that would be good. That would be good for good information for people to know." What about and this? They, what about say, this possibility? Just do it one more time. What about this possibility? He starts to get upset with them, right? He says, am I making myself clear? One of them does say crystal. There's a big uh -huh. laugh. Everybody's, everybody's cool. And then Tom says, all right, now here's what I want to do, because I think, this is a, I think this is a lesson. This is like a teachable moment. Let's do it again. But don't, don't be cute. Because I want people, I want the world to know that we're taking this seriously. And then he's like, you know what? I, I, you're not even going to be able to resist being cute. So how about this? So let's do I'll it I'll just go do it in an empty room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad and idea. that way, clear the there's set. no chance. Clear the set. That we'll hear audio from anybody other than me. <laughs> Is it possible that it all went down with the crystal and the laughs? And then Tom Cruise realized... This is a teachable moment, but I cannot have these people making me laugh again. They're too funny. I can't handle this kind of, I need a, I need a, and they cleared the set. And then he put his phone down somewhere and hit record and then did it again without the crystal. It's quite possible. And then handed it. Yeah. All right. I think we, I think now we think we've cracked it. I mean, 
truth is... Oh, it's just a guest in the studio. Sorry. <laughs> was that was that Santa Claus? It was Claus? Santa Claus. Santa Claus is like, I guess, I guess the social distancing has got him a couple days late. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's it's what what's what is good to know is that in a situation where you were recording audio, you kept your door wide open and you just sort of. Didn't worry about sound bleeding from any direction. I don't think you realize what Santa Claus is able to do. He can enter your home even if you don't have a chimney. That's true. That is true. He's going to go where he's going to go. I was watching the uh, Christmas Eve on Sesame Street that, from 1978 or 79. It's on uh, the HBO Max. Oh, is, that, is that. that the one? Is that the one where it's like, oh, you can see in the in one of the buildings in the background that there's like a dead elf, like it's an elf's ghost. That, mur- that Santa Claus murdered, what or something? That was a scandal. Is that what you're talking about? No, I've I've no idea what you're talking about. <sighs> okay, so apparently, like right, he's got like all these elves making toys for him and stuff, right? And then you're talking about Santa Claus. Santa Claus. He has okay. a workshop where they make toys. Yeah, yeah, North I'm familiar Pole. with that. Yeah, yeah, I get right? that. And apparently, a couple of elves were not. Exercising. Up to no good? Huh? Started making trouble. Up to no good? Started making trouble in the neighborhood? A couple of elves were up to no good. They were not following. We're not following proper safety protocol. And Santa just lost his shit on them. <laughs> I'm sorry. Went shit for grapes? No. Sure, sure. Apologies for the cursing. And, uh, and so he's just like, he's just losing his mind, but he allegedly murdered one of them to make an example out of them in front of all the others to make sure that this sort of thing doesn't happen anymore. And then, so then they, then they shoot, they shoot like a Christmas special the same year. And then like the workshop's supposed to be empty just cause like they wanted to get, like make sure there's no noise and pollution spilling out of the top of the factory or whatever. And, but you can see like an elf, like in the window and people say like, that's, that's the ghost of the elf that he killed. This is, now, none of this has ever been proven. This was just, and maybe it's just, maybe this is all just a hoax. I mean, I will say, I watched this thing, and I was not paying attention to all the windows on Sesame Street, so I, I maybe I missed it. But what I was seeing was a sequence where children were being asked how Santa Claus can fit into tiny chimneys. Uh-huh. And in in most cases, they had an explanation. These little children had some sort of magical explanation. So I understand what I understand what you're saying about Santa Claus. I don't know if he's a, a murderous rampager. No, I mean again, it's it never been proven. Me. It's never been proven. It was like a big rumor. I mean, if Paul F. Tompkins' impression of Santa Claus is accurate, it all makes perfect sense. He's a raging monster. Well, you got to figure the guy's under a lot of pressure. Eh. He's. I don't know. If he, had, he only has about powers. 350 days to prepare. Yeah, he's got about 350 days to prepare. He's got an army of of people working for him. He's got magical powers. But parents all over uh, parents all over the world are helping him out by doing their own well, that's shopping. The thing, right? He's on the phone every night with parents, trying to save this holiday. Trying to save the holiday. How is this? Christmas is under attack every year. I think. I imagine. I wonder. <laughs> I think I imagine I wonder, had this audio been released 
in in late November. Would this have this sequence of that we're experiencing, this conversation, would this have happened in the SNL writers' room, and they would have pitched this as a sketch? And if so, did it did it happen before the final episode? I don't know, but if it did, let's cast the sketch. Who is going to play Santa Claus in that sketch? Saturday Night Live current cast. Or oh, I thought you were talking about the the. You're saying, oh, so you th- <laughs> what you're saying is this Santa Claus story that we're going over right now. Yeah, would be the sketch that parodies. Correct. I didn't even realize we were doing a parody. No, I'm didn't saying didn't even occur to me. Didn't even occur to me. I'm bit on a bit is what I'm doing. I'm taking so, your very serious okay. story about Santa Claus that is based in all truth and accuracy of a thing that happened in the past and is revealed somewhere in this Sesame Street Christmas special. The cast of like what is it, twenty people on SNL? Currently twenty people, including featured so I, cast. I don't I don't know who all of them are. I know who would be Santa Claus. It's easy. I would say Beck Bennett. I would say Alex Baldwin. <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't it be Alex Baldwin? That guy's great at yelling at people. He's got a history of it. See, I just I wouldn't have gone stunt casting with it. Is he stunt casting? The guy's been part he's maybe Hashtag sarcasm the greatest cast slash host that's ever been on the show. See now you got me. Right, you now you got me. You know what? You you just you know what? You, you're just turning this whole thing into just a big joke. <laughs> Tis the season, baby. Tis the season. Speaking of jokes, did you look at that video I sent you that Mark Mariano you know, sent me? Alex Baldwin. I'm sorry, but Alex Baldwin did play the role of like an. He did scream at elves in the sketch. They did. They did that's a right. bit on a bit he sketch. Did. You're right. They did the the the, the Glengarry Glen, Glen Ross. Yeah, Glengarry Glen Ross. You're right. He did yell at the elves. No, you're right. He would have been he would have been the Santa on this one. They would have pulled it. that all in. Done and done. Did you see the video? Coco is for closers. Did you see the video I sent you? The little Instagram video that Mark Mariano guessed on Mission Impossible Three. Yeah. Do you see the video I sent you? Did you see that? No. You sent me a video? Yeah. In the email to which you responded, sorry, I don't know how I so thoroughly missed this email. In that email, <laughs> dated December 19th, there's a clip, a, a link to an Instagram video. Then I also missed... Wait a minute. No, maybe not. I th- maybe that's that's starting to sound familiar. It's like a stop motion animation thing. Yeah. I don't remember it, though. I know I saw it. I don't remember it. All right. I'm going to do a little recap of this. You recap it, then it'll crystallize in my mind. I open up the paper. There's a story of an actor. All right. It's on Instagram. Crystal. It's on on Instagram. I'll link it at the website. It's a very short stop motion thing of basically a little action figure. Tom Cruise going through a bunch of scenes from various Tom Cruise movies. Yes. Jumping off a motorcycle. Yes. Yes, I did see that. I feel like that, and I thank Mark Mariano for sending it to me. I feel like that is what everybody should be watching to get your your Tom Cruise fill for the year since we haven't had a Tom Cruise movie. I would also say 
there's a podcast called Stay F. Homkins. We mentioned I mentioned Paul F. Tompkins earlier. They did a watch along to interview with the vampire. And I think you should do that while listening to our episode of Interview with the Vampire all at the same time and watch the movie. And see if your head doesn't explode. Well, I just for the record, and again, just people can never tell when we're joking, when either one of us are joking or being serious. Um, we do not hope your heads explode. That's just not good for business. Fine. Keep your heads on. Keep your heads on straight. Chris. Yeah. Yes, Greg. Yes. Since since this is since this is an atypical episode and we don't have a break in this one. Uh-huh. Yes. Are there th- are uh, are there things to plug? Are there things to talk about that you want people to to look at, or not so much? Because uh, I do. I got stuff. Well, I am. I am now realizing we never discussed the other Tom. Tom Hanks. Maybe we don't need to. You talking about Tom Hanks. I'm talking about Tom Hanks. Hanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Is often a, one of our bits we do. We have nothing prepared, so never mind. Thanks a lot. We have we never have anything prepared, but what do you want to say about Tom Hanks? We're we're in it now. Um we're glad he's okay. Okay, so if Tom Hanks could have could have played the role oh, of, okay. of right. anybody in either of our precaps. Oh Thanks a lot. Okay. So if Tom Hanks so we're Hanks allotting our precaps. Right. Dang. That's good. Okay. I'm going to say All right. I'm going to say he would play Hold the on. role. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to flip it. You have to Hanks a lot my precap. I have to Hanks a lot your precap. Huh. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Thanks a lot. All right. So I feel like yours is easier to Hanks a lot. I think, got yours all that... is. I think yours is. Really? Yeah. Oh my. Isn't this isn't this interesting? I feel like in yours you bake you do you put Tom Hanks as one of the voices of a transformer. I don't know which one. Because I've already forgotten all the names of the Transformers you mentioned. But I would say maybe Tom Hanks is the voice of the Maverick robot when he becomes a Transformer. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Give me yours, bro. Well, I just want to immediately rebut that thought because... By all, I, by all means. I just Please feel do. like there's it makes the most sense since they've established an intimate connection between human and machine that the voice that comes out of the robot would be a digitized version of the actor voice. So the Tom's Tom's robot would sound like Tom with just a little bit of a a robot filter on it. Okay, fine. So you're wrong. Then Tom Hanks is Billy. I win. He's running the bar. Uh, are you talking about Penny? Pe- okay, then nope. Then I got Pe- that one wrong Penny, too. Hold on. Penny runs the bar. 
Or yeah. maybe not. You know, maybe Billy's Penny hires Billy to run the bar. Hold she on. owns the bar. Who who's who is it that sends Maverick to Mars? Ed Harris. All right, that's going to be Tom he, Hanks. He could be Tom Hanks. Yeah, it's pretty good. I was going to say before you flipped it. Yeah, I would have said Tom uh, Ed Harris or Val Kilmer in the event that Val Kilmer, although scheduled, was suddenly unable to. Sure. Sure, to, sure. To perform. But again, Red Planet footage. Yeah, you're right. Ed Harris would be the guy. For yeah. yours, I would say, since we have we already know that Goldie Hawn was not playing uh, Goose's Go- wife or Goose's Goldie widow. Goldie Hawn? Goldie Hawn? I'm sorry. I confused. <laughs> I, I mixed her up in my head. She occupies the exact same brain space. And I can't even remember her name. Who, who was, you know who I'm talking America's, about. America's friggin' sweetheart, Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan and Goldie Hawn, to me, are the same person. Holy cow. I'm sorry. That's amazing. All right. Hashtag, hashtag honest mistake. Yeah, yeah. No, that, look, it was good. Uh, so if she's not going to come back to replies that role, why not Tom Hanks? Did you say replies that role or reprise that role? I'm, I said repies that role. Like she's going to come in and eat more pies. I mean, what makes sense about that? It's not. It wouldn't have been my choice. But what makes what makes sense about that is obviously Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks have got history. I mean, they're linked like Tom Cruise, Maverick, and his airplane. So, of course, Tom Hanks could could sub in for Meg Ryan. Well, what makes makes even more sense now? You got sleepless you bring, in Seattle. Bring Meg Ryan back for real. Get rid of Anthony Edwards. Bring in Tom Hanks for to play. That's Goose. that's pretty good too. That was actually going to be mine because Tom Hanks can also grow a mustache, and you could use the same de aging technology and just make him look like a young Tom Hanks. But yeah, I mean they obviously make, just make him look like a young Anthony Edwards. We could do that too. Just graft <laughs> a new face on him. Done and done. But yeah, I mean with you got your your you've got mail. You got your sleepless in Seattle. You got your Joe versus the volcano. That's, I mean, you know, I bet you could do a whole podcast just about Tom Hanks movies. I think you'd do a whole podcast just about Tom Hanks. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Although, uh, you, the listener, cannot see (laughs) the amazing gesture that Greg... I'm sorry, you the listener. That Greg just made. That's, so speaking, that's what made me laugh. Speaking of Tom Hanks and speaking of Hanks a lot. You know what? That gesture, it was as difficult to describe as the final moment where the robots slap high five and then the low five. I mean, I'd like to hear you try and describe it, please. Because I didn't see it myself. I was doing the gesture. Well, I did. I mean, I did my best description in my precap already. Yeah. So I'm saying describe what I did. What I just did. Describe my gesture. Uh... I'll see. Because, again, I didn't see myself do it. I just made the gesture. So it's kind of like it was almost like a slow point. But (laughs) instead of one finger extended, all fingers extended. Wow. That's sounding strange. It's like your whole hand kind of just like almost as if your hand itself was not attached to your arm and you set it 
adrift through the air like a like an airplane. You gave it flight. I feel like I need to be very clear that I sent my hand away to the left of like it was my left arm and I went left. Like parallel to my shoulders, not perpendicular. That's a fair description. Because if I sent my arm forward, that's an unfortunate gesture that I would never make. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know, that's I hadn't important. even thought of that. I I can't. I've just. You know what? I thought of a an easier way to describe it. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> but I'm not going I, to. I'm not going to. And it. I also and I also you want to say I'm not going to. I'm not going to do a new bit on a new bit. I also believe that my arm went out with a slow, graceful motion. Not a not a not, not a jerked forward. Yeah, not a rocket. slightly above eye level. It was not a rocket ship from my shoulder. It was a soft. Yes. Glide. Yeah, a glide. Yeah, definitely a glide to the a side glide. I, I'm going to say it was closer to a Jackie Gleason. Away we go. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody who knows that reference. Well, I think all of our listeners are familiar with Jackie Gleason because he starred in a movie that was a prequel to a Tom Cruise movie. Okay, hold on. He's in a prequel to a Tom Cruise movie. Wasn't the wasn't the pre wasn't there a prequel to Color of Money, Jackie Gleason right. and Paul yeah, Newman? You're right, The Hustler. For some reason, I immediately thought of the toy, and I was like, I don't I'm trying to figure out the connection, but I can't. I don't have that connection. You're thinking of toys because of my precap. You're right, reigniting you're right. our love of toys. But what I was gonna say is, speaking of Tom Hanks, it's also Christmas, and Hanks a lot. A lot of toys get delivered. Speaking of Tom Hanks, and Hanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I want to point people to the aforementioned. I'm going to start doing some plugs for anybody that's still listening to this. So pl- plug, explain to me. So plug means like I'm going to promote a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm going to point people to that T Public page. So is that like, okay, let's, let's look at the word promote. Let's shorten that to plug. Yeah, like it's like what they called John. You got any things to prome? I got something to plug. Well, you could say you could promo. You could promo something. Where's plug derived from? From I don't know. From where does plug derive? Probably, you know what? Probably from pugilism. No, not that. Hold on. Plug. Plug. Here's here's things that I plug in. Electronic devices. Yeah. That's about it. Uh, I'm going to say plug is an acronym for promote, promoting lots of, if you spell it wrong. You can't spell it wrong. You cannot spell it wrong. Great things is the G. Probably lots of great things. Okay, I'm ready to plug. Putting light under glass. Sure. That's where it comes yeah, from. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. You ready to put some light under glass? I'm going to put some light under glass. So the first light under glass is going to be the T Public page, which has a shirt that says Hanks a lot on it with 27 drawings of Tom Hanks heads in different movies. 
Thanks a lot. So that's one thing. And there's all the, the cruising together merch is there. Also, I put out a couple of coloring books this year. If you have children that like to color or you like to color, one is called Unique Corns. The other one is called Superhero Universe. They're both on Amazon. Type in either of those words. And then uh, my graphic novels and blah, 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 blah. I've talked about those enough. Is that you're handing the baton to me? Yeah, baton is to you. Uh, com. The end. Oh, yeah, also, gregshagel.com. <laughs> and then our, we, we're on Twitter, at Cruisin' Show. You can email us, cruisin' at hatterentertainment.com. Tell people about the show, blah, blah, blah. I don't know when we're going to... I mean, I guess we'll record another one in the summer. Hopefully in July. Assuming we can... Assuming we can see this movie, uh, we will we will be back, and we'll find out if our precaps were right or wrong. I can't wait to buy a whole fleet of F eighteen transformable robot jets. I can't wait for you to do that either. Uh, I guess we've done all of it, right? This is a long one. This is a long special version episode, but I guess we haven't recorded in such a long let me, time. Let me, let me glance. Let me glance over my notes. Check over your notes, buddy. Let's see. Oh yeah, another another toy spoiler. Uh, the Falcon and War Machine, two superheroes. Um, that had appeared. In Marvel movies. And apparently we had no idea that the Falcon and War Machine would wind up on the Avengers team. But toys spilled that secret early. I guess we didn't we didn't see that one coming. Toys ruined it. Thank you. We'll see you all again. Sleep tight. Yeah, but I'm not stopping the recording is my point. All right. I'm still going to I'm going to talk my way through it then. YouTube.com. I assume it's on YouTube. This is a bad idea. It's not going to work. My my computer is using all its all its juice for us okay. to speak. Then forget it.